Hello and welcome to the Femme Financial Freedom Podcast. This is your host, Jessica Giles, founder of Chic Money. I wholeheartedly believe that financially empowered women will save the world beginning with their own. So this is the podcast for you if you know that it's time to dissolve your debt, double your profit, feel amazing about money and create the financial freedom that you have always craved. So make yourself comfortable. Enjoy today's episode. It is your time to create Femme Financial Freedom. Hello and welcome to this very special episode of the Femme Financial Freedom podcast where I am being joined today by Holly McHugh, who is a renowned sales and messaging coach who helps you to be seen as a no-brainer choice in your industry. Uh, Holly has created a multiple six-figure business without fancy funnels, a big list or paid ads and she does all of this whilst being one-handed juggling beautiful little children. So Holly is an expert in the art and science of magnetic sales skills and I'm very, very excited to have Holly here on the Femme Financial Freedom podcast with me today. Holly is an experienced sales and messaging coach and a certified master persuader who helps entrepreneurs to get paid what they deserve whilst doing what they love. Her signature approach shows clients how to attract their ideal customers through powerhouse positioning, crafting unique messaging and using persuasive communication based upon buyer psychology. Holly has a decade of experience working as a marketing strategist for global brands at corporations like Unilever and P&G, where she led the strategy for a $200 million portfolio. Simultaneously, she built her own passion-driven business to six figures whilst only working on it for two days per week. Holly has helped hundreds of entrepreneurs to share their brilliance and monetize their magic, resulting in multiple five-figure package sales, doubling their business during COVID and increasing their quarterly sales by 10x. Her success strategies have been featured in Forbes, The Huffington Post, Real Simple, Marie Claire and more. So we are very blessed to have Holly here on the Femme Financial Freedom podcast and let's delve into this powerful conversation that we had. Make sure you have your notepad and your pen at the ready. Hello and welcome to this very special episode of the Femme Financial Freedom podcast. I'm very excited to be joined today by Holly McHugh. He's an amazing sales and marketing coach and an amazingly beautiful, talented, heart-centered business owner that I have had the joy and privilege of being connected with for a few years now. Holly and I met through a mastermind coaching program, I think, and we've sort of, um, I've supported her audience and I'm so excited to have her here today. So welcome to the Femme Financial Freedom podcast, Holly. Thank you, Jess. I'm so, so happy and privileged to be here. And I had to wrap my brains around when exactly it was that we first got connected because it's been so long now. We've been involved in so many different projects and amazing collaborations together. But yes, it was a mastermind to start with. (laughs) Yes, it's funny, isn't it? You just create all these weaves of connections and building relationships and support. And then you've got to go, yeah, actually, where did we we first meet? And and just on that, I find it so funny. And I'd be interested to know if you find the same. Oftentimes, when a client comes to me and they're ready to start working with me, they're often like, I'm not actually even sure how I first connected with you. But <laughs> just- I think it's all the time for me as well. But obviously, we're sprinkling seeds <laughs> somewhere out there um, in the stratosphere, and the right people are obviously 
um, coming our way as a result. So all good. <laughs> yes, exactly. I love that. And that's one of my fundamental beliefs I love to have as well is that, you know, I'm always connecting with the right people at the right time and, and have the right offer for them. So a good belief system always helps to, to underpin all those seeds we're planting. That's for sure. Agree more. Beautiful. Well, I'm excited to delve in with you today, Holly. And today we are talking all about what you must know about your audience in order to create effortless sales. And I must say, you had me at effortless sales. <laughs> that is what we want. So, Holly, I'd love if you could start by introducing yourself to the audience and, and sharing with us at the Fem Financial Freedom Podcast what has brought you to be in the business that you are in today. Mm, thank you, Jess. Oh, gosh, it's been such a journey. So I'm a sales and messaging coach for service-based entrepreneurs. Um, so I have the most beautiful variety of different clients from every single niche and industry you could possibly imagine. Um, everyone from separation and divorce coaches to child allergy specialists, graphic designers, career coaches, business consultants, and everyone in between. So I'm very, very blessed um, to do the work that I love. And um I guess what brought me here um, from the kind of more obvious trajectory is that my business background is marketing and brand strategies. So I was fortunate enough to learn from the very best uh, in the sense of you know, global marketing companies, including the company that actually invented TV advertising. So that's kind of where I cut my business teeth when I was um, much younger. And, um, but what really kind of led me to this point um, was definitely uh, my own kind of personal evolution. So I went through a quarter life crisis, as I think many of us are familiar with, um, where I'd landed this dream job um, working on these massive media campaigns and these huge global consumer brands and million dollar budgets um, in my mid twenties. And I was like, tick, you know, I've ticked everything on the list, successful on paper, exactly where I wanted to be. And I was like, huh why am I not happy? <laughs> why am I actually feeling a sense of dread every time I walk into the office and that sense of constant pressure to perform and the sense of constant comparison traps and, you know, looking around me and always feeling like, oh my gosh, they're going to find me out. And, and, you know, they're going to know I'm a fraud. I don't really know what I'm doing. And I kind of, I had all of this fear of, you know, literally the fear of being found out but also that sense of you know as a perfectionist as someone who is terrified of getting things wrong and of failure and being thrown into this demanding fast-paced environment it was a really challenging time um as I was kind of learning who I really was as well and especially learning who I was in the world of work um and it all just being very overwhelming so it, that was really the point where I started exploring personal development when I first kind of came across this concept of mindset and the fact that I could actually influence the thoughts I think um, which was just like revelation I don't have to think this way about myself um, and you know I just needed a way to manage the constant uh, feelings of stress and anxiety and overwhelm that I felt in you know association to this high-flying corporate career and living in London and it all just being a bit kind of much at the time um so that led me to meditation and mindfulness and NLP and then eventually to becoming a certified coach um and so I've been a certified coach now since 2013 I've worked with all kinds of different people in that time and um it was just in the last recent years where I finally 
realized what my actual brilliance is that um, comes naturally effortlessly to me that I love to do is the thing that so many people struggle with. And that is the sales and messaging side of running a business. So my niche has actually evolved um, over the years and you've actually witnessed (laughs) that evolution as well, Jess. Um, And I just finally feel like I'm absolutely where I'm supposed to be. And I love what you said about trusting the timing of not only the people coming to you at the right moment, but trusting the timing of your life trusting the process, trusting your journey, trusting yourself. And I just feel like I've come full circle because in my day-to-day work now, I'm doing the marketing, but I'm doing the coaching and I'm doing the mindset. Um, And I'm really specifically focusing on the things that I love the most and which ultimately make all the difference to creating those effortless sales, as you mentioned. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love every single thing about that. And yes, I've had the privileged position of witnessing your growth and your trajectory and your expansion and I must say Holly when you said um, you know sales and messaging coach for service-based entrepreneurs like it just hit me in my heart and I was like this is home for Holly like I (laughs) I really feel that for you so I'm, I'm so excited for you and I must say Holly mentioned in there like she said so many amazing things but I have to point out that she mentioned when I was much younger now you must go and check Holly out because seriously, she looks like she's 22. So I think she was about (laughs) when she got that that job. So what, um, all of that aside though, what a phenomenal career and trajectory. And I love that you shared how blessed you were to have those opportunities to work with those big brands in those areas. But uh, you know, you create your own luck in life. And when pressure, preparation meets opportunity, uh, you know, you created that. So yeah, really celebrating you for that amazing journey that you've been on and the rich and diverse skills and expertise and care and love that you bring to your clients. They're in amazing hands. Thank you, Jess. Beautiful. So Holly, I'd love to hear, you have such a unique vantage point of working with, as you mentioned, everyone from divorce coaches to graphic designers and everything in between. Uh, And and I love that in the clients that I work with as well, you know, from such diverse industries, but I find what's personal is universal. And oftentimes what an artist struggles with are similar things to what uh, a business coach might struggle in, you know, there, there are commonalities. So I'd love to hear from your perspective, Holly, what you believe are some of the key challenges that you see women in business, you know, struggling with each day as they, they build their business. Yeah, it's a fabulous question and I could talk for a week, <laughs> but I won't, don't worry. Um, so I think the, the biggest thing, the, the kind of the way I would just summarize it is visibility growth pains. in a nutshell because the number one thing I see time and time and time again and I've lived this myself I feel like it's a rite of passage as we enter this crazy entrepreneurial roller coaster um, that we're mad enough to embark upon (laughs) Um, is that sense of being seen and being heard in a space where we're really looking to share our gifts share our skill set share our brilliance but also invite others in and and feel credible with that, feel confident with what we're putting out there. And I feel like that is the space that so many struggle with. And it's not necessarily just people starting in business that struggle with it. I feel like it's something that, um, you know, it, it, each time we up level, 
we have to just really recenter and you know recognize where we're at and ensure that everything's feeling aligned and authentic but i would say that um yeah this idea of really showing up as our true authentic selves in our work is massive for people because we have that sense of um you know a lot of us have gone from a nine to five where we're kind of more behind the scenes to suddenly representing ourselves out there <laughs> publicly very very visibly and that shift is is huge right it's it brings up all kinds of things all kinds of triggers all kinds of fears and I feel like women have this is not this is not new to us this idea of being worried about being seen and being heard, right? We've inherited this long, long, long legacy from ages past where previously it's actually been not safe to speak out and be heard as a woman. In fact, in many countries of the world, it's unfortunately still dangerous to speak out and, and really kind of have our voice be heard and share what we really want to share and say what we really want to say. And so, you know, we're at this really interesting time in the world. And as modern women, we have this amazing opportunity where certainly in the Western world, we've kind of reached that, that shift of crumbling patriarchy and this new space emerging for women to really claim their power and their confidence and their voice like never before. But whereas previously there may have been fear of, um, you know, banishment or punishment or even death, now that's kind of been replaced with that fear of judgment and rejection. And so there's so much we have to kind of unpack as women um, to kind of navigate through that. And I think a lot of us don't really reflect on really where it's all come from a lot of the time. We're just annoyed with ourselves, procrastinating, or why can't we figure it out? Or why do they find it easy comparing ourselves to others who are out there? But ultimately it's something every single woman has to embrace and navigate through in their own way and definitely show a lot of compassion to ourselves during that process yes very much so I completely agree with everything you shared so eloquently and you know I always say the test of success passed by no one and you know these this is like the as you mentioned the entrepreneurial rite of passage that we have to overcome these challenges and these blocks and I think such a key part of that as well. And when I reflect on my own journey and, and you know, you know, my story, you know, I was a 16 year old high school dropout working in a petrol station. And so often for women, when we then create this vehicle and create this business and this platform, it's actually giving yourself permission to allow your identity to catch up with that, you know, and, and for me to say, oh, I'm not a 16 year old high school dropout anymore. And I, I do have this rich experience and I, I can share and I'm, I've, I've gone through all of this so that I can help others on their trajectory. And I find that so much with women, oftentimes it's, we have to realize that we're not our past anymore. And that really can get in the way of, of creating and giving yourself permission to be visible in the ways that you need to, to have that connection <laughs> that results in effortless sales. Absolutely. I think that's the biggest irony because we're so often worried about how we'll be perceived when we do share our truth and, um, you know, our, what we really want to say. If we could just say the thing we want to say in the way that we most want to say it, if we could stand for what we believe in, um, that is the moment that you will magnetize the very people that you're looking to attract and the very people who need to hear that at this moment in time. And I say over and over again, 
you know, if you're feeling called to share it, it's because someone else needs to hear it. And it's just always proven true for me. Um, and it's just, yeah, the biggest irony is that, you know, we hold ourselves back um, from being more visible and, you know, due to that lack of confidence, but our authenticity and our unique way of doing things and how we show up is not only the way that people connect to us and the right people connect to us, um, but it's also the greatest point of difference that you have, you know, in a very noisy, busy online space. Um, and so this is your greatest, most powerful, it should be your most treasured asset, you know, speaking your truth in this way and, and not being afraid to share your thoughts. Um, and, you know, really recognizing, I love what you said about, you know, you're not who, you're not your past, but you're also not that story that you possibly have been telling yourself. Um, you know, we, we get to choose <laughs> who we want to be in this space and we can liberate ourselves from the shackles of perhaps those limiting beliefs that we have um, been dealing with up until now. And obviously you're the master of that, Jess. Um, but it's, it, it is a journey. It's yeah. a journey. Absolutely. Such a gift, Holly. Thank you for sharing. And yeah, that, that's exactly it. And, you know, one, one thing I always remind myself of as well is that what I went through wasn't actually about me. It was helping me and preparing me to be able to use that to help others, which I think is just the most beautiful gift that we can give ourselves and to others. I love that because um, giving yourself permission to <laughs> show up in the way that you most want to, to talk about the, you know, the times where it hasn't always worked or, you know, the kind of messy parts of your past, <laughs> if you like, in itself gives others permission as well um, to show up and be themselves and be a bit braver and bolder and recognize it's not about perfection. It's not about polish. It's about, um, you know, per being personal and being personable. And that's the only way that we ever create trusted connection with anyone, which by the way, is the only way you can ever make a sale from anyone. <laughs> Yes. yes so good so good oh such a powerful conversation holly thank you for being here and and so let's you know let's delve into this this sales sales effortless sales area that we that you are so well known for helping women to achieve so what do you feel is the biggest shift that is necessary for businesses to create regular consistent and profitable sales yeah, I think there's, there's a couple of things for sure. I think number one, number one is owning that brilliance, owning your truth, owning your gifts, owning the, the things that you have been blessed with. Um, I feel like we've all been blessed with certain things for a reason. And it's all ultimately about contributing to others in a way that makes the world a better place. I'm I mean, it might sound really out there to say that, but I genuinely believe that each time we show up and serve someone else, especially in a service-based business where we are changing people's lives for the better Absolutely. and helping them in turn show up in a different way for their friends, their family, their colleagues, you know, their audience, that, that in itself creates the ripple effect that makes this world a better place. Um, so I feel like owning your brilliance, owning your truth, allowing yourself to 
be seen as an expert. I think people shrink away from that term. They downplay their achievements, especially again, I feel like it's something women in particular can struggle with. We know we kind of worry about <laughs> being seen as too much and um, we dim our light, we dim our brilliance in doing so. But actually the moment that you really stand in your power and own that brilliance and say, this is how I can help. This is who I serve. This is the way um, that I can support you. Uh, to achieve that desired outcome is the moment that you're making it easy for others who need you to connect with you and ultimately buy from you. Um, so not being afraid of claiming that area. And, you know, I am not good at a lot of other things, right? <laughs> I'm <laughs> one of the main reasons I don't just blanket call myself, you know, a business or a marketing coach is because there's lots of elements of marketing. There's lots of elements of business. I'm not, I don't like the nitty gritty operational side of things. I hate tech. I'm not about systems and processes. I've got team members for all of those things. Um, but really drilling down into the things that I love the most and things that I am good at, like sales and messaging, allows me to just play that and play that in a bigger, bolder, braver way without worrying that I have to be good at so many other different things. And I feel like a lot of people hold themselves back from, uh, really claiming this is my space and this is what I'm going to be all about. This is what I'm good at because A, they're worried about what it means to be an expert, um, but also they're worried about perhaps missing out on opportunities to help people because they're being too specific or too focused, but the exact opposite is true. Mm. And I often say, you know, if you want to make more sales, make it easier for people to buy from you. Um, you know, clarify your message, explain exactly how you help show how you are a go-to for this particular focus area. Um, and in turn, people are going to be attracted to you because people aren't looking for dime a dozen generalists. They're looking for specialists. They're looking for people who really have honed their craft. And guess what? They will pay more for those people too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, amazing. I love that so much. And it's and the thing is, you know, no team member can do that for you. Like that, that has to be, the world can't value you more than you value yourself. Right. And if you're not willing to stand up and say, I'm the expert, you know, I, I've done, paid my dues, I've learned my lessons, I'm here in, you know, heart open service, um, we can't expect the, we can't get grumpy when the world or clients don't reflect our value to us when we're not owning and embracing it ourselves. Exactly. Like if you're saying, oh, I'm not, I'm not getting the opportunities or the clients I want, I'm not being seen as that go-to person, then what do you need to do differently? Because you are 100% in control of the perception that other people have of you. Because the perception that other people have of you is based off upon what they see and what they hear from you. Yeah. And the way you see yourself, like the world is a giant mirror. So the world can only mirror back what you put up to the mirror. So if you're putting up that I'm passed over or I'm overlooked or people aren't willing to invest, the world has no option but to reflect that back to you. Subconscious loves to be proven right, guys. <laughs> evidence to validate our conclusions around these things. Yeah. Um, and this is where, you know, then no one's going to pay me for this or I'm never going to be able to charge those certain prices. And again, this is really, I know what your genius is, Jess, but all of that comes reflecting back to us as well, right? So we attract who we speak to. Yes, 
that's exactly right and when you speak to everyone you speak to no one and when you you speak to that one person you speak to all who resonate on that message that level that vibration so it's yeah I love I love that you touched on that because I think that's where uh you know it, it it's all it all comes from an underlying fear doesn't it like a fear of of not being enough or fear of being found out or whatever the fear is um it's it's often clouding the the value and transformation that you can offer somebody completely but the biggest irony around it is you know flipped on the other side of things like when we are searching for someone that we need help from who do who are we looking for are we looking for that generalist <laughs> the one who's not really sure the one that doesn't inspire confidence in, in us the one that seems priced ridiculously low um you know no we want the confident person because that inspires us that they know what they're doing we want the person who can reassure us that they have a solution we want the person who's totally owning what they do um and this was really kind of brought to the forefront for me quite recently because i had my um second daughter last year um and she was born with multiple health challenges and as we live regionally there were no specialists on our doorstep and I didn't want generalists who really didn't know what they were talking about with regards to what was going on for her. We had three separate people misdiagnose her. Wow. So we were literally traveling the length of the state to go and seek out who is the go-to for this because I am going to pay whatever it takes <laughs> and I'm going to travel for as long and far as it takes to find the person who I trust can help her. Yes. Right. So I want you to think um, about, you know, the types of people that you have all, you know, sought out in the past and reached out or the people that have been the no brainer for you to invest in. And I'm willing to bet they were people who had honed their craft, who were specialists and who owned their brilliance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like I, I read it once written and, and phrased in the way of like if you were going in for heart surgery, do you want the cheap one or do you want the one that's going to... <laughs> I won't get one free. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. You want the one who has the track record, the one who knows what they're doing and all the things that you mentioned, the confidence, the assuredness, the talent and skills to back it up. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I love that. So you mentioned, Holly, around, uh, you know, really people clear clarifying their message. And so what do you think um, or what do you know that those who are looking to purchase and invest what is it in a message that is going to be something that really um, connects with them? What, what part of the messaging process do you feel creates the most, cultivates the most connection and conversion? So definitely in terms of what resonates, what kind of strikes that chord, what makes people stop what they're doing, stop the scroll, hang on a minute, what? <laughs> in terms of response or tell me more. Um, is definitely when you are speaking their language. So one of the biggest um, mistakes I see is people trying to be too clever in their copy. Mm. Um, and, you know, they've got kind of caught up in the marketing side of things instead of actually really drilling down into what are my people actually saying? How are they saying it? How do they describe what they want? So you'll have heard a thousand times, you need to know your ideal client, you need to know them inside and out, you need to know what they want. That's all absolutely true. But it's not just about knowing what they want, it's knowing how they describe what they want. 
Um, because, you know, a couple of examples. So um, one of my clients is a baby sleep consultant and she's amazing at what she does. And she was a big part of um, our journey with getting support for my daughter. Um, and, uh, you know, one of the things that she was kind of saying in her copy and messaging was, um, you know, talking about evidence-based information um, for parents who want their kids to sleep better. And I'm like, no one, no sleep deprived parent is lying in bed at night saying, gosh, I wish I had some evidence-based information on the right thing to get my child to sleep through the night. No, they're just saying, how the F do I get my daughter to sleep through the night, right? <laughs> what is it I need to do? How can I get my baby to sleep more than two hours straight? You know, those are the things they're saying. So you've got to meet them where they're at in the conversation already taking part in their heads, at place in their heads in with the words that they are saying either to themselves or out loud to someone else and when you do that they're paying attention because immediately there's a sense of they get me yeah they 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 see me they understand me they hear me and I want to know more about this person because clearly they have a solution so that is one of the most fundamental things and sometimes it's really simple tweaks it's really quick when fixes. It doesn't have to be a huge overhaul of everything that you're doing. Mm -hmm. It's just really paying attention when you're speaking to clients. What is it they're saying? How do they say it? What words and phrases come up time and time again? Um, and you know, ultimately, whenever you're in doubt about anything to do with your messaging, you ask your audience. <laughs> yes. You have the answers. Solid gold. Rewind and listen to that again. <laughs> I will be rewinding and listening to that <laughs> Amazing. You know, I'm very open in sharing that, you know, give me a stage with an audience of 500, give me 50 women to coach, give like, that's my zone. I love doing that. And all through my business, to be honest, I have butted up against this sales thing. Like I, my language was actively, I hate sales. Mm. Um, and, and that's certainly been my story. And when I, when I realized I did a podcast interview not that long ago and someone said to me, so how do you attract new clients? And I'm like, well, I asked the universe to send them to me and <laughs> they laughed and they're like, yeah. And, and what else do you do? And I'm like, uh, no, like that's what I do. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ask and you shall receive. Knock if the door will be opened. Um, so I've actively been really changing my story around that. And I am now falling in love with sales and messaging and all of that thing. And one thing I noticed through my language was I used to speak a lot about you know, financial freedom and all of that kind of thing, which sounds sexy, like it really sounds sexy, but it's not necessarily what's going to, to connect with someone, you know, whereas when I say, do you want to double your profit, have high five figures in savings, like, so these language tweaks that I've been learning and, and expanding into myself, and it just makes so much sense because, you know, your clients are giving that to you on a platter, <laughs> you know, they're back early in my business. I used to offer what I called chat and coach sessions. So I do like 15 minutes coaching with someone um, and have and chat with them and ask them questions for the same amount of time. And you get so much gold information around common threads and what people are sharing and, and all of those things. So yeah, absolute solid gold information there that Holly has shared. 
So Holly, I'm so grateful for everything you've shared with us here on the podcast today. And, and in closing, you know, someone's been listening to this and they're identifying some areas potentially in their self-concept and self-identity, their messaging, perhaps they're not owning their expertise as highly as they could or should to magnetize their dream clients and create those effortless sales. What would you suggest is one tangible shift or action they can take today um, to create some momentum in that direction? Oh, wow. Such an awesome question. I think, um, I think honestly, if you are struggling on any level with how you are resonating, how you're cutting through, if it's not feeling effortless, then it's always worthwhile to revisit the fundamentals because I feel like all too often we jump into the sexy fun things like, you know, <laughs> work the next tactic, the magic <laughs> one. Um, you know, a lot of people who, you know, especially in that startup or early stage phase, you know, they, they launch into the logos and the website design because it feels fun. It feels like you're having some momentum, but it, it's also, you know, it's cool and it's looking good and they haven't really firstly got that foundation in place. So, so who specifically is it that I'm looking to attract? Do I know well enough? I'm feeling exposed here, Holly. My (laughs) mantra has always been, give me a cute name and a pretty logo and I'll do anything. So (laughs) I'm I'm heeding this warning. Don't get me wrong. My whole background in business has been in branding. I love visual branding. Like I am a sucker for that too. But it's meaningless if it's not representing what's at the heart of it, right? The brands that stand the test of time the ones that don't fall off a cliff in a recession, the ones that are still here today since your childhood are the ones who've got the fundamentals right. And it's not just about the look and feel, it's about what they stand for. It's what they stand for in the hearts and the minds of their target audience. And you will all have grown up um, and you'll still have nostalgia around certain brands that played a really prominent role in your childhood and how they made you feel and what you still associate with them. Like pick a brand, whatever it is, you know, Disney or <laughs> um, Adidas, so, you know, any big global brand, Nutella, and you'll instantly have words and phrases that will pop up into your head because you have an association to that brand. Well, that's not by, you know, coincidence and it's not by accident and what you will find is many many other people have the same words and phrases pop up and that is very deliberately designed because they have consistently focused on the same messaging the same positioning um, what they're all about and they have owned it so wherever you're kind of struggling to feel that you don't stand for much or you're not cutting through or you don't stand out revisit those fundamentals get clear on who's the person that I most want to attract. And if that's the part you're not clear on, start there. If you're not quite sure what your messaging needs to shift to or why it's not landing, go ask your audience, how do they describe what's really going on for them Um, and why they want it to change. It's the why behind the what that inspires people to take action. You know, we can all complain that I'm busy and overwhelmed and I want to feel calmer and less stressed, but why? Why is it so important to feel calmer? Because maybe then I can be a more present parent or maybe then I can be a better partner or a a better friend or I can show up better at work. Like, what is the why? That's why people take action. That's why they change. That's why they invest to have those solutions. Um, So really getting very clear on the specifics of that because so many people skim over these basics, but the basics are everything. 
And the irony is you don't need so much of the other frilly fancy stuff when you get the foundations right, because you, you become far more easily known, far more quickly, because people understand very clearly and simply what you do. So remember that clarity in itself is sexy. Mm. Oh, right, we've got to wrap this up, Holly. I've got to go get into my journal. Uh, <laughs> you have given me so much to think about. I know you will have the audience as well. This has just been so incredibly valuable. So I'm hanging on your every word, Holly, and I know our listeners are as well. So tell me how we can get more of you. How can we connect with you? Give me all the, all the goss. Perfect. Yes. So I think a lot of the things that come up when people are starting to think about how do I create more effortless sales is always, well, where do I find those people? <laughs> where do I get more clients from? And I think you're very blessed that you just ask for them and they magically appear, Jess. But I think most people would be like, I need a bit more than that. I want <laughs> some things that I can put out there myself in terms of strategies. So I have a free cheat sheet um, and that is called the 20 first free ways to find clients without paid advertising. Um, so you can get that at my website, which is www.hollymcue.com forward slash Jessica. Um, so that's H-O-L-L-Y-M-A-C-C-U-E. Um, so that will definitely give you heaps of ideas um, around how you can build a profitable business without paid advertising, because that's exactly what I've been able to do. Um, and yeah, when we get, as I said, these basics right, um, you will find the opportunities do come your way and land in your inbox and land in your DMs. Um, and it really can feel effortless. Yes, beautiful. Oh, Holly, thank you so much for taking time to be with us today. I know you've got amazing clients full of amazing business full of beautiful clients and two gorgeous children. So thank you. I truly value your time and sharing your expertise and skills and stories so generously with us today. Like I just know that people are going to have pages full of notes and definitely worth listening to twice. So thank you so much for joining me here today on the Femme Financial Freedom Podcast. Thank you, Jess. It's been amazing. I've had so much fun. I, I could have talked all day. So thank you so much for being an amazing host. My pleasure. Thanks so much, Holly.